Good morning, it's Tuesday, August 22nd, and this is Slices of Wenatchee. We're excited to bring you a closer look at one of our top stories and other announcements every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Today, we reflect on the tragic events that occurred six months ago on Colchuck Peak. It's a chilling reminder of nature's force and the importance of preparation. And later, the air in Wenatchee and surrounding areas is still unhealthy due to wildfire smoke pouring in from the Cascades. Before we begin, the Wenatchee Wine and Food Festival is coming up on Saturday, August 26th at the Town Toyota Center. Enjoy award-winning wines and sample tasty bites while you listen to live music and celebrate our region's wine culture. Get your tickets now for the region's premier summer event at WenatcheeWineAndFood.com. Now our feature story. Six months ago, a group from the New York Korean American Alpine Club, totaling seven climbers, embarked on a journey in the Alpine Lakes wilderness. Their target? The peaks near the picturesque Kolchuk Lake. On their agenda was a climb to the 8,700-foot Kolchuk Peak. However, what should have been a memorable journey quickly took a tragic turn. A series of avalanches on that mountain led to the death of three climbers, while another sustained injuries. Avalanche professionals raised concerns about the group's apparent absence of communication equipment, which arguably could have changed the trajectory of events that day. Their journey began on February 18th, when they attempted to reach the summit of Dragon Tail Peak but were unable to make it. The following day, they set their sights on Kolchuk Peak. However, an unexpected setback arose when one of their members, 54-year-old Sam Kim of Maryland, fell ill and decided to remain at their base. Sung Park, one of the survivors of the unfortunate avalanche, reported that while ascending, the lead climbers triggered the avalanche. He narrated the harrowing tale of how three of their members were caught in its path, being swept down. Park believed they fell near 500 feet. He shared the grim reality that 60-year-old Jeannie Lee from New York and 66-year-old Yun Park from New Jersey were killed almost instantly. 54-year-old Song Cho from Connecticut was gravely injured. The remaining climbers didn't lose hope. They tirelessly performed CPR on Yun Park and tried to administer first aid to the severely injured Cho. But nature wasn't done. Three more avalanches roared down the mountain, further complicating rescue efforts. Park, having made it back to base camp by noon, urged Kim, who had stayed behind due to illness, to rush out for help. Here's where preparation, or rather the lack of it, truly played its part. The team had not equipped themselves with a satellite communications device or the essential avalanche beacons or probes. When Kim finally managed to alert the authorities at Leavenworth, it was almost 8 a.m. the next day. The response was swift. Chelan County Mountain Rescue, Chelan County Volunteer Search and Rescue, and even the National Weather Service collaborated, hoping against hope to retrieve the lost climbers. Yet, despite their best efforts, the conditions, including a 60-mile-per-hour wind, made it impossible to continue that day. The grim reality of the situation became clearer in the subsequent days. Four days later, the body of Cho was located and recovered. Lee's body was discovered in May, and a month after, Cho was found at the base of Kolchuk. Adding to the tragedy was a report from the Northwest Avalanche Center which stated that the team was largely unprepared. Most of them lacked avalanche training and even basic communication equipment. This lack of gear not only cost them precious time, but also left the survivors in a state of confusion about the fate of their comrades. The center made it abundantly clear that the right rescue gear might not have prevented the deaths, but it could have changed the course of events post-avalanche. For a deeper dive into this story and more, head to WenatcheeWorld.com. Before we begin, have you joined Neighbor yet? 
If not, download the app today and join local conversations about issues that matter. Neighbor is a site just for our local community, focused on facts, not misinformation. Best of all, it's free for everyone. To learn more, visit WenatcheeWorld.com slash N-A-B-U-R. Next, the air in Wenatchee and surrounding areas, including Leavenworth and Chelan, is currently marked as very unhealthy due to wildfire smoke pouring in from the Cascades and even as far as Canada. So if you're stepping outside, be careful. This calls for caution. Everyone, especially the vulnerable, our children and elderly, should minimize their exposure. If you notice symptoms like dry eyes, throat irritation, headaches, or more serious ones such as shortness of breath or chest pain, it's crucial to seek medical help immediately. However, there's a light at the end of this smoky tunnel. By tonight, experts are expecting an improvement with the AQI dropping to moderate. Do note, while pandemic masks help prevent a virus, they're not equipped for wildfire smoke. For those in need of a fresh air sanctuary, Chelan and Douglas counties have equipped NCW libraries with portable air filters. Head there if you need a breather. For more details and protection tips, visit WenatcheeWorld.com. We've put together a comprehensive resource guide for wildfire season, including a glossary of terms you should know, smart preparation tips, groups you can support, and local rules to help prevent fires and their spread. Thanks for listening. For more information on all the stories you heard today, visit us at WenatcheeWorld.com. The Wenatchee World has been engaging, informing, and inspiring North Central Washington communities since 1905. We encourage you to subscribe today to keep your heart and mind connected to what matters most in North Central Washington. Thank you for starting your morning with us, and don't forget to tune in again on Thursday. Thursday.